And we'll read something from Hafiz. Someone calls your name. Someone calls your name in a crowd. And Hafiz, too, begins to look around. You receive a piece of hoped-for foreign mail. And Hafiz, too, begins and becomes so excited to open it. You lie down with a lover after many days apart. And Hafiz will close his eyes when things get bare and moving, if you ask. My dear, there is something you should think about, and that is... If just an old sweeper of the tavern can truly be so near and intimate with you, how extraordinary it must be to have a relationship with God, God, God. All right. I'll readjust this. We had kids in yesterday and they were playing with our chairs and we were having to readjust them all. <laughs> Sure. Okay. One of the things that I want to do, give attention to, is something that I've learned over the years of really doing spirit, of just really living that loving inside. And as we are in this physical body, there is the physical expression in those things that we do in the body. And everything we do truly is in purity an expression of that movement of loving, regardless if it looks bad or good, negative or positive. It's all simply a movement of loving, of God and expression, because that's who we truly are. We are God and expression in every realm, in every experience in every level of consciousness. It is simply a movement of God and expression. So begin to pay attention and to be aware and awake to the truth of what that is. And if you within yourself can begin to find the truth of God and expression, then it is simply a matter of living your loving. Living that, because the living of that is the expression that is the creation, that is the experience. And as we pay attention to that is how we begin to awaken to the knowing of that. And this practice of meditation is simply a way or a means by which we can begin to awaken to the direct knowing of what that is. And so one of the things that I began my spiritual journey physically this life in that awakening to what that is, is that I began to form my life around the meditation practice itself. We've often heard Jim say, make God first and God only. And so in this physical expression, I took that to heart. And I realized in all the sharings that Jim has shared, that we share here in Interlight Ministries, that I share, that many others share, is that really in the physical, the meditation practice is the most direct expression 
that we can do in this body to awaken to the knowing of the divine. And so I began to form my life physically around the meditation practice as the core activity in which I participated. Because I know we have 24 hours a day. I think we all know that. Maybe not everybody. But if you're up you know, on the latest uh, technology in the times, I guess you would know there's 24 hours in a day as far as what we're taught at this point in time. And so in knowing the 24 hours a day on the practical, linear, physical level, there is a matter that we call scheduling, our scheduling. But really, what is it? It's not just scheduling. Scheduling is a way in this modern day and age of information by which we begin to organize our lives. But what is it we're really organizing? To me, we're organizing those activities, those expressions that we choose to participate in because somehow, somewhere within us, it's important for us to do that. All the choices we make somehow serve our experience through the expression of who we are. And so as I began this journey and this path of meditation, sound and light, I began to look at that action or activity of meditation as my priority, my primary activity that I chose to participate in. Because it is a choice. Don't ever make meditation, or anything for that matter, a have to. Make it a choice. Because when you begin to choose things, that's also a way you support yourself to awaken to the freedom, to detach yourself from the realm of time and space. Simply choosing, not have to, not should, but choosing, wanting to. Even those things you find in your life right now that you feel obligated or you have to participate in, whether it's family or job, friends, whatever activities it may be. Even those things begin to find that place of choosing into those activities within yourself. Just that alone, when you make it a choice out of your own freedom, will begin to set you free spiritually. Because spirit is free. There is no have to. There is no obligation or karmic debt spiritually. Spiritually, it is all a choice. It is a choosing into our expression and what we want to experience. So choose. Choose what you want to experience. Choose your expression, where you place your energy, your time, your focus. And if your focus and your choosing and your wanting is to awaken to the spirit, to awaken to the divine, to know yourself as soul, to know God, to know that, then choose it. And choose how much, how often, in what ways, within yourself, with others. It really is your choice. Please be aware Jim and I are not here to tell you how to choose or what choices to make. 
We are simply here sharing our choices, our experiences, because those are the things that have been important to us. I really wanted, and still do, want to wake up to God in greater fullness and greater knowing. And so I continue to make those choices as I have for the last 18 years now. Because I know the choices I've been making have been serving me, have been working for me getting what I want. And what I want is the greater fullness of God's loving. And so, practically, physically, I started making the meditation time my priority. My priority. It's how I begin the day. I have practiced meditating every hour of the day, and I kid you not. From 1 a.m. to 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. Doesn't matter. I have done it every single hour of the day, all the 24 hours. I have experimented with to find what would best serve me and support me. And after experimenting with it all over months and years, I've just found the early morning hours to work the best for me. And so that's what I do. I start my day with the meditation. But it is still a choice. It doesn't matter when, it's up to you. It's up to you if you even choose to meditate. It's not a have to. It's a suggestion. If you want to awaken to the divine, to the knowing of who you truly are as a divine spark of God, this is simply a way to do that, to have that, to be that. If you really, really want that, and if that's why you're truly here, even in this class, or listening to this talk, if it's on the website or on a CD, begin to pay attention. Begin to look the choices you're making in your life. And really realize everything that goes on in your life really is a choice. And those things that you like in your life, keep choosing that. If there's things you don't like in your life, begin to make different choices. And as you make different choices, also allow yourself the transition, the time it takes to move from one choice to another. Not only physically in the timeline of this world, but also internally, mentally, emotionally. Spiritually, it happens just like that. But then as that movement of loving, of spirit expresses down through the different levels of consciousness. It takes time because this is the realm of time and space. So be gentle with yourself. Give yourself the time. Be patient with yourself in the choices you make as you begin to make new choices. Be patient with yourself if you've already made new choices and it's been months or maybe even years that you wonder why you're still having the ramifications, the results from the choices of before that you've been trying to choose away from. That's another definition of karma that I'm giving you right now. Choose your expression. 
Love your expression. Accept the choices. Forgive the choices where you've judged, you've made wrong, that it's bad. Because truly, you've never made a wrong or bad choice. You've simply chosen that which your soul has come into experience in this world. There's no need to judge it. Make the choice to begin loving all of your expression, all of it, and I mean that. Every single little detail of your expression, choose to love it all. If you really want your spiritual freedom, if you really want to awaken, to know that greater fullness, and make those choices. And I know through my experience, it was making even physically the meditation practice my main choice. And to build my physical life even around that choice is how I have come to awaken to that knowing. And I continue to do that because I choose to keep that awake within me. And you know, it's really nice. Now that that has been a priority for me, and I continue to support that choice by continuing through my actions to do it daily, that it's a habit. It's my pattern now. It is ingrained within me. I have habitualized myself into meditating every day, the first thing I awaken. My choice is to go for the two and a half hours that we recommend, 10% of the day, tithing your time to God. Do I always get the two and a half hours? No. This morning I only got an hour and a half. But I did something. Other days I get three or four hours. And some days I get five minutes. But I allow that freedom inside of me to let it all be okay. I have my intention of the two and a half. I do what I can to create that on a daily basis, knowing that there's never going to be exactly that all the time. In the beginning, for many years, I used to demand that perfection of myself. But then after being disturbed and frustrated enough when it won't always turn out that way, that's where I began to really use and discover the power of forgiveness. It really works. So now when I find myself not achieving or producing exactly what I want in my own expression, I really do practice the loving, the acceptance, the forgiveness. And it works. That's how I have learned to live the loving all day long even in the dream state, as well as in my meditation. But the meditation has been the core practice, the key to it all. If you want that, make it your priority. Literally form your physical life around the meditation. One of the things that is so wonderful that you will discover, as I have as well, when that is truly your core focus in action or activity in this world, 
you'll begin to also discover the fringe benefits or the side effects or the opportunities or symptoms that come with making meditation priority. And believe me, the fringe benefits are wonderful. The side effects are magnificent. The symptoms are all loving. When you make that your priority, God first and God only, it will begin to spill out and overflow from you because that's you really choosing the fullness of who you are as God in expression. When you begin and really live and experience the greater fullness of what I'm sharing here, you'll begin to see the truth that you literally are a fountain of life unto yourself and out of that fountain as it flows from you, that which you express and that which you create and experience will be those fringe benefits, those symptoms and side effects that I'm speaking of. As you really live in that flow more fully, all your questions, all your worries, concerns, doubts, and fears, they get answered. They get answered through that movement of loving, through your experience of living in that loving. It all gets answered. It all gets handled. There is not one single little detail that is left unanswered that is left unfulfilled. Everything is completely fulfilled. So you make the choices. You choose. You choose the priorities in your life. And if you didn't realize that, that you have that power and authority to make the choices in your life, begin to look. Begin to pay attention. Begin to discover for yourself that you really do have the power of choice, the freedom of choice, to choose freely that which you really want. Just that in itself is a magnificent journey. Even if you don't meditate, even if you don't choose God first and God only, just beginning to even look at the power of choice and the choices you make of how it forms and creates all of your experiences, all of your actions, all of your expressions, that alone will be quite an eye-opener. That alone will begin to awaken you spiritually to that flow of loving. And if you want the greater fullness, do both. Do the meditation. Choose that. And choose to always pay attention to that movement of loving within you all the time, throughout the day and into the night. You'll even begin to see and experience that freedom and those choices even into the dream state. You'll begin to awaken even to the unconscious and subconscious you begin to free up that which you've been feeling controlled by.
those areas within you where you feel trapped, unempowered, in bondage, in distress. You begin to awaken even to those things where you feel you have no control. When you begin to awaken to those areas within you, you'll begin to set yourself free. That's the power of awareness that comes through the freedom of choice. That's what you could call empowerment, self-empowerment, soul empowerment, soul freedom, and soul expression. And it's all comes from one simple choice, and that is the choice or the choosing into loving, to loving. Simply loving God, loving the soul within is loving God. When we ask you in meditation to hold your attention at the seat of the soul, that is God in expression. You are God in expression. You are that divine spark that is God. That is God's loving. That is the movement of loving. Choose into that. Focus into that. Live that. That's the living the loving. That's the loving in living. And the wonderful thing is, the more you choose that, and the more you truly live that, your life itself, even physically into this world, will simply be as if you're riding upon that river of loving. And all of your expression, and all the movement, even in this physical world, will be but a movement and an expression of that river of loving in which you are living. That's when life begins to smooth out, to get easier. We're still going to bump up against the sides and the rocks and the debris. But all it is is a bump. That river of loving, as we keep choosing into it, will carry us through all of life experience, all of life's creations and expressions. So move into loving. Move into your experience. Move into the choices that you really want for yourself. And know that in those choices, even choosing those things that we choose in this world, as we choose those in loving, that is a choice that can spiritually set us free. It is not about the physical choices. It is about the spiritual choices and the expression of that. So when you can't make up your mind to decide what it is, should I do this or should I do that? Should I not do anything? Should I do something completely different? You notice the word I even said should? Because isn't it funny how that automatically comes when we're trying to figure things out, trying to decide 
What does that tell you? That's the mind trying to decide, trying to figure out, should I do this, should I do that? I have to do this, I need to do this. Listen to your own thoughts and words because that will give you the clue from what level of consciousness that's coming from. And when you awaken to where that's coming from, then it's a choice. Do I choose to follow that flow of the mind or would I rather make a different choice? And if you'd rather to make a different choice, well, what is it you would choose to follow after? What is it you would choose to experience? Would you choose the loving? Or would you choose the mind? Or the emotions or the imagination? That's the freedom. I say choose wisely. Maybe it's all wise. Maybe we make all of our choices simply so that we can awaken through our experience on every level of consciousness. But when you're ready and you know you want that awakening spiritually, that awakening to the loving, choose the loving and do those things internally and even externally, such as the meditation, that produce the results that you're choosing into. We call this a path of spiritual awakening because it is awakening through our choices and learning through experiences from those choices that we come to know all of God's expression in all the realms of consciousness. If you can really get life is simply choosing and making choices and simply learning through all those choices that that's all life is, how can there be any wrong or bad or negative? It's simply knowing wisdom, making wise choices, the wisdom that we call becoming wise is by learning through those choices. You know, we try to make this as simple as possible, but it's also up to you to make it as simple as possible for yourself. Jim and I try to give simple detail, simple awarenesses, simple expressions, because in that simplicity, it does make it easier to discover that truth of life for ourselves. But it is only as we give it the attention that we really discover that simplicity. So if you find your life stressful, complex, too much activity going on, begin to take a look consciously at what you are doing and what you are choosing to participate in and realize you can begin to make different choices, to simplify your life, 
to have the peace, the joy, that greater fullness of expression of the loving that you're seeking. Even physically, you can choose to simplify. You can choose where you place your time and energy. Even if it means letting go of activities or friends or whatever it may be in the world to create that greater simplicity. Because those may be the very things that are distracting us from the greater awakening to the God within. Because when we allow ourselves to get so caught up in all the activities of the world, we don't allow ourselves to get caught up of the actions of spirit. Because when we are so busy, we are so focused in our attention and our awareness into the world. So to support yourself, to focus into the actions of spirit, then begin literally to schedule in to your calendars that time with spirit, that time with God. That's what meditation is. Meditation is not meditation. Meditation is time with God. Time with yourself. Time with loving. Just as it is in any relationship in this world, whether it be a spouse, a mate, a partner, friends, family, jobs, hobbies, whatever it may be, to develop the relationship, we spend time and energy. It is no different with God. Spend time. Put your energy into God, into the loving, into the spirit within. Develop the relationship within yourself because that's where it is, is inside. So spend time inside. Schedule time inside. Make it the core of your life is time with God within, in the meditation, in the day, in the night, all the time. But do spend quality time. Quantity is nice too. But what good does it do us if we don't give it our loving attention? The loving attention that you give it is the quality. That's devotion. Devotion without attention is not true devotion. Don't kid yourself. Don't say you're doing something when you're really not. Be honest with yourself. It doesn't matter whether you're honest or not with the world. It matters if you're honest or not with yourself. Because when you get honest with yourself, you will be honest with the world. Be honest with yourself. Don't play games on yourself. Don't mislead yourself and say something is so when you know inside your heart it is not so. That just leads you down the road 
of disturbance. So undisturb yourself. Be honest if you're upset. Be honest if you're distressed or disturbed. Be honest. Don't try to gloss it over and avoid it like everything's fine. How are you? I'm fine. If you are fine, let it be true. If you tell somebody else you're fine, that's fine. But if you're not fine inside of you, don't tell yourself you are. If you are disturbed, if you are distracted, if you are distressed, give that your attention. Give that your loving attention, your loving focus. Because as you bring the loving into the disturbance, you free yourself. That's spiritual freedom. Bring the loving attention to the disturbance. That's how you empower yourself. That's how you set yourself free. And if that doesn't seem to work, then bring that into the loving. It works both ways. You bring the loving to it, or you bring it to the loving. That's what we call forgiveness, or giving it up to God. Give it all up to God. Give it all, all of it. The most distressing things, the greatest fears or concerns within you, give them all up to God because God will take them, all of it. Nothing is too great or too horrible for God to handle. If you feel it is, if you really think it is and you believe that to be so, Guess what? You simply trapped yourself. You simply believed into something that you think is true, but do you really know it is? Test these things out. Try them out. Experiment. Find out for yourself. Find out through your own experience, what is true and not true. Know the difference within. Know through your experience. The divine plan is simply to awaken. It is simply to awaken. It's not about overcoming evil and the bad of the world. It is simply to awaken to the loving within yourself. And as you awaken to that loving within yourself, you will awaken to the loving in all things, in all creation, and beyond. Beyond creation itself. The greater purity of loving that is beyond manifestation is the greater journey that we begin to experience and move into. Once we awaken beyond the realm of illusion, once we awaken into the soul consciousness and the knowing of who we are as soul, then we begin a new journey, a journey into the divine, in greater truth, 
beyond soul. That's what we call soul transcendence, an awakening to the realm of spirit, awakening to the fullness of God directly. That journey begins after the journey of awakening to soul, after the journey of the realm of time and space, the realm of reflection. That's the greater journey that we are really after in this process. Through this experience of this world, the body, the mind, the emotions, the greater journey in spirit is the greatest experience of all. We have been so focused into this realm of time and space, we have so forgotten how incredible and vast and blissful and wonderful the real experience of the spiritual realms. It is this absolutely magnificent to experience, to know your soul's oneness with God, with the Holy Spirit. It is absolutely incredible. That's what this journey is about, people. It is not about simply getting rid of your karma and getting off this wheel of 84, this wheel of life in this world. It is about awakening and returning back to the truth of spirit. That's where the love is. That's what this is about. So lift your eyes above the hardships of the world. Lift it into the truth of spirit because that's what this is about. And boy, when you have that, that will inspire you. That will lift you beyond all of this stuff, just beyond it all. Life will not be a burden. Life is joyful. Life is easy. Life is just so full of loving. So focus on that loving. That's what the journey is. Make that the journey inside of you. Do not let this journey become about getting free of this world. Let the journey be about returning, experiencing and being in that oneness of spirit, in the fullness. Make that the journey. Make that inside of you what this is. Make that your intention, your actions, your experience. Make it your experience. When that is your focus, guess what you're going to get? Exactly that. So focus on that rather than focusing on getting rid of your karma. Your karma will just drop away as you focus on returning into that ocean of loving. Hold that as your goal. Hold that as the ultimate result and experience that you, a soul, could ever dream of or achieve or get or have. But that having and getting is the being.
Well, I thought I would uh, open it up once again to question and answers. Apparently last week in our sharing with the question and answers, a lot of people both here but also who've been listening to the Internet audio really got a lot out of it. They seem to have really gained a lot of insight on their lives and, and how to maybe look at life a little bit differently and how to approach situations in their life a little bit differently. So I thought today would open it up again to question and answers. I have a feeling that there's always plenty of questions deep down inside that seem to never get answered. And maybe we can bring a little clarity, a little solution, a little whatever to that so that the mind will become more quiet and become more agreeable to this inner process that we're, we're sharing about. So Laura's got the microphone and we'll just begin with whoever would like to raise her hand and if you have something to share as well, that's fine. We'll take either and both. Is it working? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to share um, today's subject. It was, it was perfect and it always hits the nail on the head. Um, I wasn't feeling really good this morning and my mind was saying, don't go, don't go. You don't feel well. And I said, no, you know, I'm just going to be here quiet and just listen to the voice inside. And the voice inside said, God first. If you choose into God, I'll set you free. And so I came and here I am. So just wanted to share that. So thanks for the talk today. You're free. You're free. I've had some wonderful, peaceful experience while I'm meditating, but I always seem back in the corner of my being to be aware of my body. It's very faint, but I'm wondering, is, is there ever a point where you're kind of separated from that? In time, you'll begin to find that the awareness of the, of the physical form, the awareness of the physical creation does begin to melt away more and more. The more we get into that place where we're holding our attention inward and upward and focusing more into the loving of God and being open to receiving God's loving, we begin to find ourselves really letting go of that consciousness that is of the physical form. Until then, there's two qualities there. That's the physical consciousness, which makes up all the components of this creation, the emotions and all of that. And then there's the spirit or the soul. And it is going to take time for us to truly let go of our physical identity, our physical wants, our needs, our have-tos, and to begin to truly identify ourselves as the truth of who we are as soul. So just be patient and realize it's a transition of focus. The more we begin to hold our attention inward and upward and can maintain that, the easier it is to begin to let go of those things that have to do with the downward and outward focus. It just takes time. And since we're in the element of time and space in this creation, we acknowledge that it does take time and we give it that time. But we also realize that if we want to rise above the time, 
then we do what we need to do in order to do just that. And that is hold our attention in a different direction, away from time, away from space, away from the physical form. The more we do that, the longer we do that each day, with greater focus, with greater loving, with greater intention, the easier it becomes. The more we allow ourselves to fall back into patterns that are of the physical nature, of the mind, the emotions, the body running us, the harder it is for us to truly free ourselves of this time element and of this body consciousness. So give yourself some time and a lot of patience. And also give yourself a pat on the back that you can even ask a question where even in meditation there's still that quality of the physical that you're aware of. That's nice to know that your focus is more in spirit and you're aware of something other than the spirit rather than the other way around.